of the reason that we fed the geese was Alfred Hole was actually a real person, and the sanctuary is named after him. When he sold the property to the province, one of the parameters was somebody would always be here to feed the geese. Now, that was in 1956, and not a lot of people realize that at one point in uh, our province's history, the giant Canada goose was thought to be extinct. Whoa. Combination thought to be extinct, and then by the 1950s, they had realized, because of some of the work that Alfred Hole had done, that, oh, this bird we thought was extinct is actually still around. But in 2022, obviously, anybody who lives in any urban center, you're very aware that they're doing just fine. (laughs) I'm a pretty strong believer in being a tourist where you live. Checking out all of those things that people visit would go see. So I was pretty excited to learn that there's actually a goose sanctuary here in our corner of the province. Now, not a big fan of geese. I've likened them to cobra chickens in the past. I find them aggressive, but still very intrigued by them. So when I heard about the Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary, you can bet I needed to learn more. I've chatted with Adam Collicutt in the past about wolf howl hikes and other different things that Manitoba Parks have been doing. He is always so entertaining and I always walk away learning so much and I learned so much more again. Adam, tell me about this place. What can we expect if we go visit it? Uh, Well, needless to say, uh, you can obviously find uh, geese here. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, there's actually a lot more than just geese at the Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary. So... The goose sanctuary itself is, the habitat is basically a wetland, and the beautiful thing about a wetland is it basically is habitat for pretty much any kind of animal you could imagine that we'd have here in the white shell. So, like I said, it's not just geese, uh, different types of uh, ducks, swans, loons, uh, non-bird things, beavers, bears, (laughs) foxes, wolves, uh, just about everything can call the Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary home here. Okay, okay, so this is a good time of year to be to be getting there and seeing because everybody's getting ready for for winter right absolutely and yeah we are kind of getting into the swing of the migration season so throughout the summer we've usually got between uh at this point now 50 to in a good year 100 canada geese that'll come to the goose sanctuary and nest and have their goslings and then throughout the fall we're on a number of flyways for other subspecies of canada geese from up in northern manitoba that are coming through. So the numbers can uh, go up quite a bit. So if we wanted to go see this, like the the bird, like you said, it was a flyway. I like that. <laughs> Do they book space at the Alfred Guth Sanctuary or? <laughs> yeah, it's a first come, first serve. Yeah. Basis. <laughs> I guess. So if we wanted to see some activity there, especially with it being the migration season, when would be a good time to show up? So typically the best time for migration is usually about the uh, between the last week of September and the early week, uh, the first week of October. So the visitor center itself is open until Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Monday is actually our last day open. And that's usually around the time also that migration is starting to die down a little bit. So it's a nice good time to uh, close up for the season. Okay, so I I sometimes, uh, is it an affectionate name for Canada geese, but I, they're kind of like cobra chickens is kind of what I, they can be aggressive. Is there some some ways we should be careful if we go watch this migration take place? <laughs> 
Well, I will uh, put the disclaimer out that, uh, in general, people are not really at a risk of getting attacked by geese as they come here. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wondered. Uh, one, of the, one of the things, because I, I do get that question quite a bit when the visitor center is open, people asking, you know, is this, is this safe? And uh, it is, because the geese that we have here at the Goose Sanctuary, they are wild animals, but they're not habituated by any means. So they are still very afraid of people. And uh, we do have sections uh, kind of well, sectioned off with fences that we don't allow people to go through uh, at this point to kind of separate people from the geese, but they they are not habituated to us, like I said. They will run or fly away from you uh, if you encounter them here. Okay, that, that's good to know. I was at the Fort White Centre a few autumns ago now, and the sound of the geese is just unbelievable. Is that something we would be able to experience at the Alfred Hole? At certain times, it might be. Uh, One of the things that's interesting this year is it's going to be a little bit different this year with migration. The geese are still coming through, and I'm looking out our, actually, our brand new windows right now, and I can see very well there are some geese uh, hanging around here. But we probably, in all likelihood, aren't going to get the huge numbers like people may remember from 15, 20 years ago. And that's because this year we actually officially stopped feeding the geese. Now, I'm sure people are going to be hearing this and go, wait, what, you were feeding the geese? Why? They're everywhere. <laughs> and that is indeed actually the re- well, the main reason that we stopped this year is because uh, from whether it's a conservation standpoint or an education standpoint, they're doing just fine. <laughs> so part of the reason that we fed the geese was Alfred Hole was actually a real person. The mm-hmm. center is, uh, and the sanctuary is named after him. And he did live here. I'm actually, right where I'm standing in the center is actually where his uh, living room was. When he sold the property to the province, one of the parameters was somebody would always be here to feed the geese. Now, that was in 1956, and not a lot of people realize that at one point in uh, our province's history, the giant Canada goose, which is what we see in the spring, summer, and fall, walking across the roads and uh, just all over the place, that animal was thought to be extinct. Whoa, in 1956? In, uh, yeah, the early, uh, 1930s, 1940s, uh, and into the 50s as well, yeah, they were combination thought to be extinct, and then by the 1950s, they had realized, because of some of the work that Alfred Hole had done, that, oh, this bird we thought was extinct is actually still around. There were some populations starting to pop up in uh, a couple of places in North America, and the Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary was one of them. So in the 1950s, when he made that parameter that somebody would always be here to feed the geese, it did make a lot of sense because they were uh, very endangered, <laughs> to say the least. But in 2022, obviously, anybody who lives in either Selkirk or Steinbach or Winnipeg, any urban center, you're very aware that they're doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've bounced back really well. Yeah, they are the definition of a conservation success story. Once thought to be uh, extinct, now considered by some to be overabundant, maybe even a pest. I mean, we have two hunting seasons for them in our province uh, throughout the year, so they're they're doing okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm seeing them hang out in uh, freshly harvested fields, I'm guessing for the seeds that have laying in there? That is exactly what they're doing, yes. So in the fall time, uh, that's one of the big areas that they're going to be coming through. And uh, they like it for a couple of reasons. For starters, obviously, yes, there's the seeds and barley and different types of things they'll eat. But also, uh, not a lot of people realize this, uh, one of the things that Canada geese really, really like when they're looking for habitat is short, to a degree, manicured grass. 
not only is it good for them to you know access their food source, but it also keeps their sight open to be able to see any predators coming by. So a combination of short grass and uh, still sitting water is the other thing they like too. Again, they have a food source, so they have all the different aquatic plants and different aquatic bugs. But when they're on the water, they're safe from about 95% of their predators. So if we take those two factors into account, I mean, I've just described every golf course and every retention <laughs> pond in existence, right? I was just going to say, no wonder they like the parks. Exactly. <laughs> so short grass. Okay, this this explains a lot. Now, geese, now, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, a goose will go back to where it was born, Correct. Yeah, there is some changing uh, occasionally. Basically, as long as the habitat that uh, they were uh, hatched and raised in is still suitable, then they will continue going back there. It's kind of like when uh, it's kind of like when you find that perfect uh, resort down in Mexico or wherever you like to go. You keep going back to the same one, right? <laughs> yeah. Same thing for the geese. Exactly. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, well, this is the time to be hitting up the Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary then. It's uh, right around, yes, it is September, <laughs> late September already. So, yeah, this is definitely a good time uh, to start coming by. And, again, I'm looking right out the windows. I can see good variety of geese and, oh, actually, our trumpeter swans just showed up, too. So, yes, there's definitely lots of cool things to come check out. Okay, so if a person wanted to come visit, what's a good time of day to show up? Like, I mean, I know you can't guarantee anything, but is there a good time of day to show up? Uh, usually early mornings, like uh, not early, you know, 6 a.m. Right, <laughs> morning, right. want the sun to be out. But uh, uh, before lunch is usually a good time, and then sometimes in the evenings as well. We don't at this point really have, um, with migration, a lot of people, they kind of think of maybe like Okamak Marsh or Fort White where they have those evening fly-ins yeah. uh, that are very impressive to see. And, and they definitely are, but part of the reason with that is they kind of use those two locations as essentially their hotel. So they're going out into the fields uh, throughout the day, stocking up on food, and then they're returning to their hotel at the end of the day. At the Goose Sanctuary here, where I am, for the most part, they haven't really been doing that. They kind of look at it as an all-inclusive resort. They have all their food, they have all their, uh, everything they need right here, so there's not really any purpose for them to leave throughout the day. So we don't really have those big fly-ins like a lot of the others, uh, other places do. Okay. But evenings and early mornings are usually a good time in terms of uh, spotting wildlife. So Alfred Hole Goose Sanctuary is a place to go check out. Thank you so much for this, Adam. I really, really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, thank you very much for talking to me.